Hello and welcome to the Women Who Flourish podcast. My name is Alia and I'm an empowerment coach specializing in confidence and self-love. If really getting to know who you are, own who you are, and love who you are is something that's important to you, then this is definitely the show for you. I'm obsessed with helping women step into the next version of themselves so they can bring out the fire that's sitting inside of them, start taking aligned action, and become ready to receive so much abundance and success. Thank you for being here with me. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Let's grow together. Hello, everyone. I hope you're all well. Thank you for tuning into this episode today. It's been a couple of weeks, actually, since I recorded the last episode. It's been a very crazy, hectic couple of weeks, you know, just with work, with clients. I was actually in Abu Dhabi as well all of last week, which was really nice. I spent the, the week in Abu Dhabi catching up with my clients there, having a bit of a, a little rest there as well. So yeah, but I'm back now and I'm very, very excited for this episode today. And we're joined by such an amazing uh, guest as well. So Today, I am joined on this episode by Nora Al-Ali. So Nora Al-Ali is an award-winning visual artist based in Abu Dhabi, and she's a member of the Arabian Art Gallery. Nora holds a bachelor's degree in visual arts from Zayed University's College of Art and Creative Enterprises, and she creates mixed media artworks, paintings, photographs, and sculptured inspired by the complexity of the human inner feelings. Her work is a representation of her thoughts on behavior and emotions mixed with dreams and the effects of the surrounding. Her artworks have been showcased across the UAE, such as in Abu Dhabi Art, Sikh Art Fair in Dubai, Citizen E-Gallery, Abu Dhabi Youth Hub, and recently in the Argentina Embassy, as well as in global exhibitions, such as Rochester, New York, IGOA in Toronto, Mauritius International Art Fair in Port Louis, and Art Fair in Le Carousel de Louvre in Paris. Her work has been reviewed and featured in publications such as Al-Itihad and al Raya newspapers, Wiconscope Le Mauritian, and Postscripts magazine, and has been interviewed on shows including Ro Al-Etihad, Abu Dhabi TV, and Al-Sharkia Morning. Wow! <laughs> Nora, I am so, so, so excited to have you here with us today. How are you doing? Hi, Alia. Thank you so much for having me here. Um, I'm so good. Uh, this is going to be a great episode. And so Nora is here today to join us to talk about the topic of how to take care of your mental health as an artist. So we're really going to delve you know, deep into this, this topic today. Now, Nora and I first met in 2018, didn't we? So it's like about three years ago yeah. now. And it was actually one of my first workshops that I held, one of my first events, and it was so lovely to meet you there, and we connected, and I believe it was the beginning of your personal development journey as well. It's just so incredible to see, you know, how far you've come, honestly, like it's just so, so, so inspiring. I've been following you on your journey as well, and it's just so inspiring to see how far you've come in the last few years. And I know it's been a journey and I know there's been so much to it and, and there's been challenges as well. And so really grateful for you to come on here today and share and speak about your experiences with us today. So, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you? What are you interested in? When, when did you get into art? So since my childhood, I have always had a passion for creating in so many different forms. Um, I was like a very quiet and shy child and I found my happiness and, and peace in art. 
So uh, in my elementary school, my art teacher who recognized my artistic talent, she, she was very encouraging. And I remember at the, in the last year of my uh, school, she displayed one of my uh, drawings uh, outside the classroom. So uh, here I start to feel that happiness when I saw my work displayed and I realized that this is something I want to do in my life. And then I decided to, to study art uh, at the university. Wow, so it's, it's been something that you've been interested in since yeah. you were very young then. Yeah. And what is it that you enjoy about art? I enjoy uh, mostly ab- about art that uh, there's no rules, there's no limits, uh, that you can explore yourself, you can express about your emotions in uh, the most authentic way. And you can just go there and lose yourself in the process of creating something that like you don't necessarily have an idea what uh, you are actually creating, but then you will be amazed with what you are going to make. That's amazing. So you go in with like a blank canvas, literally, and then you yeah. just kind of explore and you let everything just flow out and see and what comes into fruition. And, and so that's something I think that's important to you. It's, it's something that you enjoy as well, if I'm correct. Yeah, sure. Also, I love, uh, beside drawing and painting, I like to collect materials. Like when I travel, when I go to new places, I, I'm always amazed by nature and the shape of the leaves the rocks the flowers and like i collect these materials and i actually use them in my artworks oh that's awesome so can you give us an example of something that you brought with you from uh, another country and that that inspired you yeah so uh, when i went to mauritius like it was the first country that i visited in uh, africa so i was amazed by the nature by the beauty of uh, everything around me so I I collected a lot of things like rocks and flowers and uh, wood especially wood I was I like the texture of the wood Uh, it was like special and unique Uh, and I used it in so many of my recent artworks okay that's amazing okay let's kind of get into your journey of where you are now so as I kind of described in the bio you know so proud that you've had so much exposure and it's incredible that you've now have an international reach as well with your work you've you know been your artwork has been um in exhibitions globally so tell us a bit about the journey of how you've got to where you are now so um my art school was like the beginning for my creative journey it's where i started to learn new things and i started to create that a kind of conceptual artworks and after my graduation i had the possibility to explore more to discover more techniques and uh, my focus was on building my unique artistic style and after creating and painting about many subjects I realized that abstract landscape is what I love to paint the most uh, so I used landscape as a metaphor to the complexity of the human inner feelings that I like to explore and to express in my artworks and also I like to create mixed media mostly because um, as I said, like I like to collect materials. I like to create different surfaces, like 2D mixed with 3D uh, drawings with the actual objects. And sometimes I like to sculpt as well. Mm. And then I started to exhibit my artworks locally and galleries around uh, across the UAE. Then I started to 
as well exhibit my work, uh, showcase my work in, uh, in other countries internationally. And uh, from here, I started to sell my work. And this became like the starting point for my career. That's amazing. How did that feel? How, how did that feel when your, your, art was in, was, your artwork was exhibited in your first gallery? You got the message to say, hey, you're going to be in a gallery. What was that? What was that like for you? What, what was the experience like? It was like, it feels really amazing. And it was like, my dream is achieved. Like my childhood dream was achieved at that moment. And uh, I felt so proud and I had so many emotions. Uh, and actually, I felt like I want to do more. I want also my work to have an impact on people. I love that how when people come and visit and see my artwork and tell me their perspective about it and speak about how they feel when they see this piece, how, what what it make them um, like realize about themselves. And it made me as well realize things about myself and what I am expressing in this painting. That's amazing. So you've actually learned about yourself through people's perceptions of your artwork. Yeah, exactly. Wow, that's amazing. Are you happy to share an example of, you know, someone sharing something with you and you're like, oh, okay, I learned that about myself. Yeah, so in uh, Paris, uh, there was a man who uh, was like looking at my artworks and he was like, uh, he stayed there for more than 10 minutes. And wow. I, I want, uh, then I asked him like, did you like the pieces and what does it make you feel and he said like it's very unique and i actually started to think about so many things and so many emotions came to me and actually i was thinking that this artist who created this piece like she's struggling with something but at the same time she she's trying to be hopeful she's trying to uh like there is always a light there's always something uh showing there is something positive going to happen after this uh distraction or after this uh any kind of you can say challenge obstacle yeah uh, any kind of obstacles or struggles that she's going through wow did that resonate with you yeah, it actually made me realize that the message that I was trying to convey through my artworks is not just that me expressing my feelings. It's also that I want people to realize things about themselves as well to have hope that we can go through things. We can find ourselves in a very isolating and lonely place and we in a very dark place but at the end like we always find our way out we always find something that make us want to keep going and living our best life that's really beautiful so lovely that you have that impact as well with your art it must have been so nice as well just to see how much i mean how did you feel even just kind of seeing him you know study your artwork for like you said 10 minutes that's quite a while right so obviously it was really having yeah. an impact and he's really studying what, what was that like for you just to see that as well yeah I I felt so honored that yeah. someone is taking the time to to look at my work very closely and to take the time to understand what actually the message behind it um so that was like it made me so happy and it made me feel like I am accomplishing the thing that I always want to accomplish, which is having impact and having, uh, making a difference 
That's really, really lovely to hear. Uh, must be, yeah, really rewarding as well, you know, to yeah. know that you're, that's, people are experiencing that. Um, so let's talk more about the journey. It'd be really great to kind of delve in more into, you know, some of the challenges and obstacles as well that you face along your way. Um, so, you know, like any journey, you know, like anyone who's been on a, is on a journey and they're, you know, really working towards their goals and achieving success, you know, there's always a story behind it. And, you know, I'd love to know from you a little bit, you know, what have been some of the, the challenges that you faced along your way to get to where you are now? I would say the first challenge was starting my art career. Uh, creating a career path in the art world, uh, it's very, like, it feels like a maze. And there is no correct pathway and there is no direct footsteps that to follow that you can follow and to look uh, for uh, there's no like sources that will help you and guide you okay so after graduation there was like dark clouds start rolling and making everything seems gloomy and I was often receiving like unwanted opinions on how my creative degree will will not will do nothing to prepare me for the real world so it was very overwhelming. I experienced anxiety. I was feeling completely lost. And that lasted with me for about a year and a half. Okay, so the, first, so the initial struggle was really about kind of finding your feet. It's kind of like, okay, where do I go from here now? It's a yes. clean slate, completely blank. What is the first step? That's, that's often the hardest part as well, isn't it? Just really finding out, okay, I have a vision for myself. I know what I want to do, but I just, well, I have an idea of what I want to do, but I just don't know where or how to start. And um, as you said, there were a lot of unwanted opinions as well. Um, what, what impact did that have on you as well? You know, just having, because that's very common as well, isn't it? Everyone just kind of throwing in their opinion of their idea of how you should live your life or what you should do. And it's always a challenge. Um, so how did you navigate that? So when I started with my art career, I had I went through so many things and uh, it was difficult at the beginning. But uh, what helped me uh, to start focusing on what I want to do is uh, just realizing that I have the talent and I know what I want to do. So I was trying to shut the voices around me and to listen to myself and to go inward and to uh, start building my art series, uh, start to build artworks to keep creating uh, because the opportunity that's going to come to me is has to come while I am working. So I focused on just creating at that time. And when I had that many artworks with me, then I had more opportunities and I, I was able to go and exhibit and I was able to uh, find clients and uh, to to start doing commissions. So from here, it's my wish started to show. That's amazing, honestly. So it, it sounds like you had a fierce amount of self-belief. You were just like, I know this is what I meant to do. I know that I'm great at this. I know that I can do well. And you just decided to, it sounds from what you, from what it sounds like that voice was louder than the voice of the other people around you. There was all this kind of noise around you, these obstacles, but you, you decided to turn up, dial up the voice of 
yes, Nora, this is what you're meant to do. You can be great at this. And it's, and, and you just kept following that voice. You just kept going with it, kept going with it, kept going it. And like you said, you created more and more and more and more. And the more you did that, the more you said yes to yourself, the more that you found doors started to open for you along the way as well. Yeah. Okay. Are there any other challenges that you faced as well along the way? Yes, um, of course. Like there's a creative burnout that I, something I will experience from time to time. And it's the constant urge to be creating all the time, generating content and being up to date with the trends. That creates a problem uh, of creative burnout. And when when you feel like uh, your mind and your body are giving up constantly, uh, it's like, it makes you feel tired and you can't uh, focus on your work and you cannot produce like great things. That's an important one as well. I'm sure a lot of, a lot of people listening to this can resonate as well with, with creative burnout, especially those have their own businesses or their creatives um, in some way. And it's very common and it can be frustrating as well. Right. You just like, yes. ah, you know, I know it's in me what's happening. How do you deal with that when you have creative burnout? Have you found something that works for you? So what helped me the most with uh, creative burnout, and I find that useful, is to pause, uh, to meditate, to go outside, to spend some time in nature, to have conversations with others, and to go to museums, to go to galleries, uh, sometimes doing uh, other things than just uh, staying in my studio and creating uh, makes me feel like more, uh, gives me more ability to have new ideas to have new concepts that I would like to come back and work on that's awesome so like you said it's not about just pushing through and forcing it and yes like you said staying in your studio and and continuing to just sit there until something comes you're very proactive and you're like right I need to change my environment go somewhere that inspires me talk to someone as well you know get a different input and see what comes as well okay that's really really great that you've managed that yes and uh, there's like also other challenges like self-doubt and comparison that mm. uh, something happens to I think most of the everyone yeah, <laughs> not okay. just artists yeah so we share our experience through our art and sometimes it became extremely difficult to not judge ourselves Sometimes we see other people work uh, and define standards to our work. Then we start to doubt ourselves and which can be like lead us to what's called imposter syndrome. Can you just, can we explore that a bit more? What are some of the doubts that you had about yourself? When you uh, go through your social media, when you see other artists and other people accomplishing huge things and uh, reaching different places, uh, it makes you feel sometimes insecure and like you are not doing enough and you are not in the place where you want to be. So it makes me feel sometimes that... um, I have to do more. I have to change the way that I work. And uh, that's very challenging. And it takes you to a very, like sometimes to a place where you you can't feel creative. You just, and uh, sometimes it, uh, the creative block happens at that moment. Yeah. When you feel like uh, you're just insecure, you don't like your work, you, you suddenly just... Uh, not feeling 
confident about what you are producing and what you are creating. Absolutely. So you finding that, yeah, going on, this is something that's very common as well, isn't it? Social media being the big factor here. So you find that one of the things that brings that up for you is going on social media and seeing artists and, and you end up yes. comparing yourself to others. And, and really, instead of that inspiring you, it ends up just kind of creating a block at times like okay this is a blog I you know uh, and that's when the creative block happens have you found a way to navigate that I started to unfollow people who make me make me feel like less about myself or make me feel like I have to compare myself to them or like uh, sometimes like there are content that makes me it makes you feel you're like you have to be like a machine you just have to keep producing producing and like you you're not a human you don't have emotions you don't have uh like other aspects of your life so um i start to focus more on like following the positive people the people who are i'm looking for as a role model or people who i'm inspired by and who are real who are authentic who speak about their truth who who tell you about their journey and who want other people to be inspired by them okay wow so you know good for you for having that awareness you know having that awareness of okay these pages don't make me feel good about myself the best thing to do is to just unfollow and it's okay. You don't owe anyone anything. It's really that self-care right there and saying, okay, I'm actually instead going to, you know, use my social media as a platform to feel good, to feel inspired. So I'm going to follow pages that inspire me instead and that help me yes. to, I mean, do they help you to actually do the opposite? Do they help to open up your creativity, if anything? Have you found that? Yes, I found it more like helpful to open up to my creativity more and to like there are some people who share the opportunities that you can find it helpful, who share like things you can do for yourself as well. And uh, that's not just in social media, like even in real life, uh, being surrounded by people who are positive and who um, make you feel who, who support you and who understand what you are doing it's really makes you end that cycle of uh, comparison and self-doubt and uh, there are like people who remind you of yourself and of what you are of what, what you want to accomplish in this world I love what you said about being around people who understand you so it's not you're definitely positive yeah being around positive people is very important but also on top of that is people who understand you. So it's like you're on your own journey. And I think, yeah, like you said, it's having that acceptance, being around people that accept you and that just understand you. That is what is so empowering and allowing you to be your true self as well. Yes. Not feeling like you have to justify or pretend, you know, to be accepted. So that's, yeah, really, really powerful being around people that support you as well not kind of always questioning or doubting you or trying to undermine you or put you down and or bring out insecurities but fully yeah accept and understand and empathize with you so let's delve into the topic of mental health uh, and i know this is something that's very close to your heart and i know it's something that's really a big part of your journey and inspires you to do what you do as well so what made you want to explore the topic of mental health more when I started to ask myself questions like, uh, is it necessary to go through mental health struggles to be creative and to thrive? 
Or is it possible to lead a peaceful and pleasant life and still have hopes of being innovative? Uh, looking back at art history and artists like Van Gogh, who was uh, struggling mentally with his um, mood disorder, but he was able to produce like 300 of his greatest artworks. There's like a stigma of madness attached to artists. And I was so uh, like interested to dive in into that and to, to look, to explore more in depth. Also, my personal experience with anxiety disorder, which I used to look at it as a problem that I need to eliminate and to hide and to move on. Uh, but as I grew up, I became more acceptance and aware of myself. And when I decided to go through the healing journey and saw the positive impact in my life and in my art, mental health became a priority to me. And I was interested to explore that more. And so when you when you feel like you are able to help yourself, you feel like you want to help others as well. That's amazing. So you've been on this healing journey then over the past yes. few years, as you said. Um, you, I know when we spoke previously, you mentioned that it can be quite isolating for artists. Sometimes it can feel quite lonely. And how, how, how does that impact mental health? Uh, because you are spending so many time alone uh, trying to be creative and to produce artworks so you are sitting with your emotions and you, you start to recognize so many things about yourself your past your traumas your uh, emotional like the emotions that you you are not even expressing and you were suppressing all these years so when you are aware of these things you have to work on it you have to find the healthy way to to express it and to heal okay and you know i know that there's been times for you where you felt that okay my mental health isn't where i want it to be right now and as you mentioned as well spending time on your own uh, has an impact on that um the work that you do it requires a lot of you know you to kind of delve inwards as well right to kind of really think about how am i feeling what's going on for me in order to express that so what's what's helped you to um, what's helped you on your on your journey so far with with when it comes to mental health? What helped me the most is realizing that it's normal to go through things like creative block, creative burnout, rejections, and to feel isolated, to be lost, and even to take a very long time of period to build your career path and to figure things out for yourself. Being an artist is not a temporary process. It's a way of existence. So we are always going to be a work in progress. And we will evolve and expand. So it's important to take the right decision for our mental health and our well-being and to be conscious. And I find out that if you are in a good mental state, you will be able to be best artist and you can be the best human you can be. And we artists, we usually find it hard and difficult to ask for help uh, in anything. So what helped me also is realizing that seeking help is okay. Sometimes we need to seek help outside of ourselves. If we need help to promote our art or the written pieces or looking for opportunities, it's okay to ask for guidance and 
And even with your mental health, it's so important to be aware of what you are going through and to seek professional help when you need that. Seeking help is not weakness. It's a courageous act. And it means that you know that you deserve to be heard. You know that your emotion matter. And that's very important. And personally, doing this helped me to take my anxiety, my fears, and everything that I was feeling uh, as a fuel for my creation instead of something that's preventing me from doing more and focusing on my goals. That's really beautiful. And there was just so much compassion in what you said, so much self-compassion with everything you said there. Yes. You know, there was just so much, you, you, you know, you, you said, it's okay. It's okay to feel like this. It's okay to not be okay. It's okay to not have everything figured out. There's just so much acceptance there of accepting where you are, accepting who you are, accepting where you are on your journey. And that alone is, is huge, really, on, on your journey of healing. Because rather than trying to deny it or force it and push it away, or you know, blame yourself, shame yourself, feel guilty, you're, you're accepting it. And that right there is, is such self-compassion. And as well, you also you know, touch on the fact that it's a journey. This is an ongoing journey. You're not just an artist for a few months. This is your path. And so you know, you're really in it for the long term. And so it's, it's okay. It's okay that it's going to take time. And I think it's really about accepting the small progress that you're making over time rather than trying to rush and say it needs to be like this now. So it sounds like you really you know, gave yourself that patience as well. And, you know, on top of that as well, you know, you mentioned about being the best human and the best artist. And, you know, they're not separate. They, they come hand in hand. And, you know, because what you do is a big part of who you are. So really, it's like, if you want to thrive and excel in what you do, it's so important for you to feel that you're thriving and excelling in who you are as a person as well. Because, I mean, have you found that when you're not in a great place with yourself, your ability to create has been affected? Has that ever, has that ever come up for you? Yes, I found that uh, when I am feeling good about myself, when I am in a good mental state, uh, my ability to produce is so much different, is so much better. And uh, the way that I create also, it's like, um, I feel like the story behind my work is different, uh, more hopeful, more colorful, more bright and uh, so vibrant. And I feel like uh, and that kind of work is can be inspiring for people, can help others. And that's what I want to do with my work, to, exp to express myself and at the same time to, to make people feel something good about it. But if I am like not taking care of my mental health, when I was like at that time, when I was isolated, when I feel bad, when I, when I didn't know what to do exactly at that time, my creativity was, it wasn't in a good uh, level. It was like I was pushing myself and I was trying so hard to do something about it. And uh, it doesn't flow easily. It doesn't feel like I, I'm losing myself in the process of creating and I'm loving what I'm doing and it's different. Right. Uh, it doesn't feel exactly the same that you are loving what you do. So your soul and everything that you are uh, putting it on, the, on that piece. 
Right. Wow. So it's like you still you still create either way. You can still create, but it's the journey behind it. The journey is is so different. The the feeling. So when you're in a be- better place within yourself, you are able to, as you said, feel in flow. You can just create from the heart, from the soul. It's just flowing out. But when you're not in so much of a great place within yourself, it's it's more forced. It's just harder. It's just more effort. Exactly. And by that, I don't mean like we will not feel sad. We will not feel uh, bad. Sometimes we will not have struggles in our life. That's normal. But uh, what I mean is that taking care of ourselves, our mental health all the time, because it's it's going to, to have an impact in our life in so many ways. And I, I can see this clearly in so many aspects of my life, not just my creativity, but it's something amazing that uh, you, you have a chance. And I feel blessed that I have this awareness and I went through this healing journey and I reached this place of um, feeling satisfied with myself and feeling like I can be authentically myself and uh, without the need of explaining things without the need of uh, saying that this is the right thing to do or not, but more focusing on doing me. Wow. Must be so liberating. Yes. Yeah. Amazing. Um, is there anything else that you do? Is there anything else that's helped you on, on this journey? Yes. Another thing that helped me is self-care, of course. And it's so important to to find the positive environment. And by that, like, I remember in uh, 2018 when I met you, Alia, that time, uh, it was like at the beginning of my self-discovery journey. I attended one of your workshops. It was about uh, self-confidence, I yeah. believe. Mm-hmm. And I I was just very impressed and amazed by the positivity and the environment and the vibe and the women there there were like very uh, authentic very positive and they are just uh, they want to flourish they want to do the best thing for themselves and they want to work and improve their life so being in that environment made me realize that I need to go to places like that I need to meet people like that who will always help encourage me and I will encourage them and we will have this kind of um, we will build like a support system for each other and we will always uh, look for each other and that's really important and I feel blessed to to be part of that oh thank you it really means a lot to to hear that as well and just hear the impact that it had, you know, and and just, yeah, raising awareness and highlighting how important it is to surround yourself with people who are also um, on, and it doesn't need, it doesn't need to be that people are so positive and this, but it's about wanting to grow, being on a journey of wanting to grow and better themselves and learn. And and that's what's inspiring as well. And the reason I say not necessarily positive, because some people might be like, well, I'm not in a great space. Does that mean that, you know, um, this doesn't apply to me? So that's why I just wanted to highlight the thing about positivity and say, it's not about, you know, necessarily being like, I need to be positive, but, you know, being surrounded by people who also want to grow and will support you. And as you mentioned earlier, accept you as well. Um, so that's a really powerful one. So thank you for mentioning that um, as well. It's a huge part of, of self-care. So 
So Nora, tell us what's next for you on your journey. So now when uh, the pandemic hit, uh, there was like uh, no more opportunity to exhibit my work outside the country, but now things are starting to open. So I'm looking for opportunities to exhibit my work around the world, like in different countries that I've never been to. Uh, and another thing is like I'm in the process of planning for a new series because I I would like to have my first solo show. And oh, okay, yeah, amazing. And also, like uh, I would like to explore more about art and psychology. And currently, I'm taking some psychology courses, which I am enjoying so much. And uh, hopefully, in the future, I would love to continue and pursue a master's degree in art therapy abroad. This is incredible. I wish you all the best. How are you feeling about this? You have your goals and thank you for sharing them, by the way. You put them out there and sharing them, which is also big, you know, you put them out into the universe, put them out here and we look forward to, you know, watching you on your journey. Um, how do you feel about this right now, even just sharing it and, you know, what's coming up it feels amazing to say this out loud because, you know, like you have goals and you have dreams in your head, but it's, it feels different when you say them. Uh, it feels more real. And uh, I'm very excited and I'm very optimistic about the things that I want to do and the things that I want to accomplish. And uh, as I said before, like when I started to take care about the other areas of my life, like my mental health, my self-care, my uh, everything, uh, I start to see that I am capable and I am able to uh, achieve those dreams. So yeah, inshallah, hopefully it's, uh, everything is going to... Amazing. I just love how much self-belief you have. It's this fierce self-belief. You're kind of like, and it's really just like you just believe. You believe in yourself. You 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 believe in your ability, and and you're just like I, I. And even if it's like, and when it comes to confidence and self belief, is you know you don't necessarily know the how. You haven't got all the steps planned out, but you just know that you're capable. And it's taking one step at a time, right there. And I think that's really what you've been doing over the past few years is just coming back to you, believing in yourself and taking one step at a time. And it's been incredible. So I've got two more questions for you. The last two is Nora, what do you love about yourself? (laughs) (laughs) What do you love about yourself? Um, I would say I love that I give myself the permission to, to learn more, to explore more, to to not limit myself to certain things and to be open-minded to everything around me and which leads me to amazing things actually that's incredible not limiting yourself yeah things that's awesome and my next question is what are you proud of I am proud of uh, all the accomplishments that I achieved until this day Um, and like doing the things that I did at the beginning, as I said, it was like very difficult and it was a very dark place where I I didn't have this belief that I will be able to do it. And I didn't um, like have this confidence on myself that I will be able to actually have my first exhibition or even like traveling and exhibiting my work and putting myself out there and uh, be surrounded by people that I don't know. And like, it's, it's a different uh, thing. And 
it was amazing and I'm so proud that I took these steps and I was determined to achieve them so amazing so on that note I'd love to ask you you know what advice would you give to someone who also has a dream they also have a talent but they're just they're just scared and they're like they're, they're doubting themselves right now and they're like I'm just not sure if this is for me what what could you say to that person listening right now I would say that don't put high expectations for yourself because um, when you have high expectations and when things doesn't go perfectly like what you want, you feel like you didn't accomplish anything. Uh, But when you feel like you're owning everything that you do, you feel proud of yourself for the smallest thing and you um, mark that as achievement. Uh, every little step, everything that you do matters. So taking that uh, and consideration will makes you do the bigger things later. So just owning what you are doing right now. And we are all uh, able to accomplish huge things. It takes time, it takes determination, and it takes a lot of efforts. But we we are going to achieve our dreams someday. I love it. Such powerful words to end on. Oh my gosh. Amazing. Thank you so much, Nora. This is literally incredible. And thank you for all that you've shared on this episode today about your own journey. I know you've been open as well. You've been vulnerable. Um, You've shared so many gems and insights as well. And it's just been great to have you on this, on this episode. Um, For those of you who are listening, um, you know, do let us know, feel free to reach out to Nora and to share your thoughts. If anything has resonated with you, feel free to reach out to me as well. We'll definitely be sharing, um, you know, Nora's, uh, social handles as well so do follow her and check out her incredible um incredible artwork um so before we wrap up are there any kind of like final words you want to say nora just to share anything uh i just want to thank you for having me today it was a pleasure and i enjoyed speaking to you as usual um like um i feel amazing that i've I'm very grateful to meet you and to meet people on my journey who were like um, helping me to reach my goals and who were like encouraging and supportive. Um, So yeah, just thank you. (laughs) Oh, thank you as well, Nora. Um, So, and thank you to all of you listening and we'll see you soon. Take care. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to hit the subscribe button so that you can be notified when each episode is released. And if you have any friends or family who you know would really benefit from this episode, then do share it with them too. If this episode resonated with you in any way, I would be so grateful if you could leave a review on iTunes to share your feedback. To delve even deeper into building your confidence and self-love, or if you'd like to join our amazing Women Who Flourish community, head over to my website where you can find all the details on how to become a member, as well as videos and my social media handles. I hang out on Instagram a lot, so if you have any questions or if you'd like to share any thoughts on any of the episodes, feel free to drop me a message there on coach underscore Alia. See you on the next episode.